Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Building a Bridge. My name is Jesse Brizendine. My name is Jared Counter. And our mission is to empower people to use their voice to build a bridge beyond race relations, creating unity and understanding, effectively raising the collective consciousness of humanity. Last week, we talked about poker being a metaphor for life, and we covered the lie of anger, the correlation of the victim mindset to deviating from the plan, celebrating our acceptable losses, and identifying what our recovery strategy is. And this week, Jared, what are we going to talk about? This week, we're going to talk about some of the recent uh, police um, interactions with uh, black people shooting and um, the uh, pepper spray incident with the uh, army lieutenant. Um, we're going to talk about, you know, um, how I feel, how you feel about it, um, and uh, what are we as a society supposed to do? Right. And, uh, and and how do we, you know, balance this stuff and keep moving forward our lives? You know what I mean? That's what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> yeah. I like I like you use the word interactions. And I, I just want to acknowledge that because I think it's important to note how how critical language is in communication and choosing a word going into a difficult conversation like the one we're about to have and saying interactions versus shootings or something else, it's a great way to pacify maybe some of the energy and being able to establish grounds for possibly a more fruitful conversation than immediately fanning the flames like some of our, our national media does and so I just, I want to acknowledge you that and I'll let you start. Yeah, well, I mean, word, words matter, right? Yeah. So, you know, words, uh, for, to use a big one, connotate or <laughs> denote emotions, right? <laughs> so so we, we want, I'm trying to use, uh, you know, emotion neutral terms. Right to 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 talk about a subject that's super emotional. I want to have a constructive conversation with you, right? And I and I um and I'm gonna tell the truth. I'll start with this, guys. Um, made me emotional, right? Um, emotional to the point that I can tell you honestly, I don't know all the details of everything that happened in either case. Um, because beyond, I'm guarding my spirit, man. <laughs> God, my spirit. So you know, uh, specifically the thing with the army lieutenant. I remember I was on my, uh, I was on Facebook, and uh, somebody, um, a former military person, put it up in their stories. And they put because they had the video, and so they put it up in their stories. And um, I was like, oh, like this is ridiculous. And, you know, as I was watching it, I was trying to remind myself of all the positive interactions that I've had, especially here in Arizona, with police, right? And I'm trying to, like, you know, think that over, but at the same time, you know, it hurts. And then I'm like, okay, well, this is just an asshole cop, right? And, you know, maybe he would act this way if this guy was, you know, white, black, Asian, Hispanic, you know all that stuff. But in the back of your mind, you know, that racial thing is still floating in there and you still think like this guy wasn't black. This shit wouldn't have happened. 
right? And it's like, and he's in uniform, and it's like, oh my gosh, like what is up? And then, uh, and then the the mistake that recently a couple weeks ago, outside of Minneapolis, um, where you know the, the kid was shot and killed, um, and that was from what I understand about that incident, um, you know, he did not, um, comply and, um, you know, got back in his car and tried to drive away. But anyway, it just leaves a lot of questions, man. Leaves a lot of in terms of, you know, and, and I'm trying to deal with it in a rational way but it creates emotional response. You know what I mean? And so that's difficult. So that's, and that's why I'm conscious of my language, right? Because yeah. <laughs> I, I, it does. And I, and I know that once I dip into that emotional realm, I'm fucking being irrational, right? <laughs> I know it, right? I know it. it's not all rationality in this window. But once, you're, once, you, once, you, once you start to dive in, to that uh, emotional place, you're going to color all of your rational thoughts with your emotions. You know what I mean? And you're gonna you're gonna try to push a you 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 end up pushing a narrative. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that said, how do you feel about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Jared. That's a great set. <laughs> So, you know, these are, these are really hard because I want to have, I want to try to separate my knee jerk emotional reaction to trying to look at it more objectively, because I think it's in the objectiveness that we might be able to find actual solutions versus just upset meeting with upset meeting with upset meeting with upset and, and there's escalation from there the 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 shooting one is hard because you you want to it's hard for a, a, a it's hard first and foremost because you never want to see someone lose their life you just don't it's hard because the way the media immediately portrays it they play a race card. And, and so there's all sorts of emotion that comes in with that, where it's immediately a, a white cop shooting a black person. And I think that's a, that's a, that's a card that has been, that gets played and it has so much emotion, understandably so behind it too. We don't know if the cop is racist, right? We don't know if the guy he shot is, I, I mean, I, at least I don't. And so what I, what I think of in that is you don't ever want that to happen. And I also remember seeing a video oh, one time. Yeah, go for it. Okay. It was a she. It was a she that shot. Oh, it was a she. It was a female, it was a female officer. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, I remember seeing a video one time when, and this is on YouTube, everybody can see it. And it is a video of an officer pulling a suspect over for a traffic stop and the officer is fairly calm. Sounds like it's a fairly routine traffic stop. The, I think, I can't remember if the guy gets out of this car, but it seems like it's going okay. The guy goes and reaches back in his car 
and the officer is telling him, don't reach in your car. And the guy comes out with a gun, shoots the officer. And then state takes off running. And I, and I, I referenced that because as a civilian, I've seen that video. And so I imagine police officers when they're training and they're training to try to keep themselves and other people alive and mitigate a situation. I imagine they've trained for a scenario when somebody's not being compliant and they go to reach in a car, there's a very real possibility that they could come out with a gun. And if they come out with a gun, it's, it's, it's a split second between who is it their life or theirs. So it's like, I, again, I don't, I don't think the behavior is wrong. You never want to see someone lose their life, but I can understand at least in some space of where those things escalate to where I have a harder time is the incident with the, with the police officer who, who pepper sprayed the army lieutenant who was pulled over. The army lieutenant is in his military fatigues. He is being calm. He's being compliant. He's putting his hands up. He is expressing his, his worry, concern for his own life because the officer who is pulling him over or who's instigating this is escalating. He is aggressive and he is loud and he is not, uh, when we, if we look at the, the thing is that officer is supposed to be the expert in the situation. And so his training is supposed to be there to help. When we say mitigate situations, I imagine a lot of it is mitigate emotion, right? We know that if we can bring emotional intensity down from it, we know, we know as humans, the higher our emotional intensity goes, the more irrational we become. The lower we can bring our emotional intensity, the more rational we become. This is why we end up breaking plates in our houses when our spouse doesn't take off the trash, right? It's such a silly thing, but we go from, we ratchet up the intensity. Or, or on the other end, when you like love them so much that they can do despicable things, you're like, they're a wonderful person. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Oh yeah, no, they're perfect, they're perfect. But if anybody else said that, you'd be like, this person's crazy. Exactly. <laughs> and so we know, we know that we operate in a more rational sense if we can tone down emotion. And a lot of, for, for most of us, that's just taking a breath, but we haven't even disciplined ourselves in our daily lives to take a breath. Now you have an incident like this where you have the expert who's not taking that breath, but is escalating the situation. He's getting himself more worked up, more worked up, more worked up, more worked up, more worked up. And he ends up pepper spraying this guy. And, and, and then his dog is pepper sprayed too. And I say, I'm saying this guy, because again, the, I think the media really jumps on this to, because it's a white officer and a black driver. And I, I don't want to say it's a racial thing because I don't know if that officer at all, but what I can say is there's a human who's supposed to be doing this job who's escalating it. And there's another human who's expressing his concern about it. And he's being calm, he's complying. And that other human with the gun, with the authority is doing something that I would say is very, not only very unprofessional, but also very inhumane in that sense. And, and, and those are the ones where I, I struggle with it almost even more because the perspective we're seeing, there's no, there's no collaborative working together. And he has so many opportunities to take that breath, to calm down, to just have a conversation with this guy, you know, which 
I've had some positive interactions with law enforcement and that was what it was. I had done whatever I did and they had, it was a conversation and that was it. So most of my actions in law enforcement throughout my life have been positive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Most of them. And uh, I've had a couple fucking bad ones where I'm like, hmm. You know, <laughs> you know yeah. I've talked about a few of them on here. But, um, but yeah, man, it's, it, and, and it's, but it's hard to keep it in perspective, right? When you see what's put out there on the news, one, and, um, and it gets you in an emotional place and you start to, you know, we find what we look for. Yes. I mean, we find what we look for. And so you start to look for incidences and occurrences of, of that kind of treatment and fairness um, all over the place. And um, you're going to find it because it's out there. <laughs> yeah. And we've because become so good at taking a minority and mapping their behaviors across to make it seem like they represent the majority. 100%. And we got to recognize it's been happening with Black people for a long time. A long time, you know. Uh, you know, the majority of, of, of Black people are not criminals. But people yeah. use, you know, statistics and things like that to, to, to paint the picture that, that the majority of Black people are criminals or that the majority of criminals are Black, right? <laughs> you know, and vice versa. It's so, um, you know, it's, 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 it's very hard, man. It, it, it's hard to, again, to, to be rational, look at the numbers, look at the sources, blah, 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 blah. And then, um, and not, and not come from, a, a, you know, when you have that emotional place, you're going to want to defend your feelings. Hence, when you're angry, the other person is wrong. Yes. Right. They're no matter what, they're wrong. They're really pissed off. The other person is wrong. And when you calm down, you'd be like, "Oh, I had some part to play, right? <laughs> yes. I had some part to play in everything that happened here, right?" And, and and when you're in love, the other person's always amazing, right? Like in that total like love feeling, you know. And they can do no wrong, even when they're wrong. It's, it's all forgiven. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's so and amazing. They- we know how hard it is to calm ourselves down when we feel angry, just because when somebody's not agreeing with us, because in those moments we're feeling so unseen, so unheard, like we don't matter, all those types of things. And I can only imagine how hard it would be to calm myself down if I was getting to such an irrational place that I legitimately believe my life was in danger. Yeah. Well, so, okay. So now that's back to the question, right? You know, other than trying to check emotions, right? What are we supposed to do as a society, right? So what is what is society's job? You know, I think we've I think we've come to terms with the fact that we got to police the police to a certain extent, right? We have to police the police. They have to be more than just, you know, what's the what's the uh, what internal affairs police to police, but like you have to police to police, and uh, but. How does society that in a way is there any way to separate you know this 
This sounds so fucking. I don't know. Is there any way to separate the racial component? That's my question. Yeah. Right? Because I, I feel like that is where a lot of the emotional need to defend and the emotional need to attack comes from. Does that make sense? Like, is, so like, if we just, if we just threw race out of it and we talked about bad behaviors by police or improper police behavior purely without regards to, oh, it's more prevalent than people or, oh, it's, you know, this, it's skewed this way or blah, 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 blah. We just talked about police not doing the right thing. That was bad behavior. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. Well, Jared, let me, let me ask you this. Just like emotional knee-jerk response. I, I, I give you two headlines and you tell me which one gets you more emotional. Headline number one, officer, police officer Mace's unarmed compliant driver. Number two, White police officer Mace's unarmed compliant black driver. Right? Yeah. We don't need to put that in there. It's just, it's the same as like, we don't need to put, we, we've become a headline reactionary culture. And, and, and our media, I think, uses words the same way as advertisers use words to trigger yeah. emotion a buying response in people, but the difference is, is yeah. what we're buying into is we're buying into emotion. And, and so I like I, to answer my person, my opinion on like what you're saying, we have to be willing to remove those things. It doesn't mean we don't have discussions about them, but we have rational discussions about them. If we really look into the understanding these types of pace and we can't have rational discussions. If we are acting as judge, jury, and executioner on someone we know nothing about other than, a three-minute video clip and a news headline that implies something. I think the second thing is, is you're absolutely right. Like the policing, the police officers, I think it, I, it, it's beyond me that there's not mental health mandated things for officers to just be able to decompress and what they do and what they're dealing with and seeing every day, but also so that they have a space, a safe space that they can talk about how they're feeling about how they're being perceived by a large part of society and the media, because that adds a tremendous amount of pressure. I mean, if I went out of my house every day and I wore a uniform that I knew at this point right now is, is in some ways making me public enemy number one. And there's people with their phones hoping to grab a, a, a shot of me screwing up and doing something bad so that they can get, you know, it gets on there. I would think that add a tremendous amount of stress. And I think, uh, I think another piece of this that's really really important is is there's an opportunity to I, I read something recently where they said it was it was like you have to have the way the brain imprints an image or memories right is because and so the way I explain this is our lives are so good for the most part and our basic survival needs are met and but we have a brain that's hardwired for survival and because we are not having to deal with survival for most parts, we don't acknowledge all the good stuff in our life. But where we will usually form memories around is peak states, right? The highest emotional mm -hmm. highs and the lowest emotional lows. The times are the most mm -hmm. angry, the times are the most happy, the times are most loved, et cetera, et cetera. Well, if we look at life as this emotional curve, right? Kind of like this. For most of us, life moves like this. 
And then when we have something that's a scary thing or an angry thing, it's a, it's a peak. And, and what ends up happening is you have to almost have, they were saying something like 18 positive experiences to start to mitigate the emotion of the one not so positive experience. And so I say that because if the media is going to report on these in the biased way they do, they almost have to have one experience of if we're going to go white cop, black suspect with the 18 positive experiences of white cops, black suspects. Because it just, it, to me, it seems like if there's, if there's 500,000 police officers in the U.S. and they are having contact with people 24-7, it still seems like the math works out that the overwhelming majority of contact points are positive. Does that mean there's not areas for improvement? Oh my God, but what area, what, what business or organization is there not area for improvement? And that's where I think to your point of policing and police, absolutely. Like we have to think about, but as a society, we have to be willing to take responsibility that we're contributors to this problem. You know, we're, we're, we're buying the ticket to the, the headlines that get put out that are making it into racial or this or that before we even know they are and we are ingesting emotion and we are clicking on on things that we we only know 30 seconds about and then making judgments on people who we never knew anything about but we have a two-minute clip of what we're, we're surmising our entire life experience to be and if we really 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 want to improve the situation we have to be willing to rise above the knee-jerk responses that we give to these things and, and almost stop, I don't even know what the term is, but it's, we, have to, we have to demand more of ourselves and how we respond to situations like this too. Absolutely, is it, is it understandable to get upset and angry? For sure. But use that emotion, channel that emotion, not into then expressing outrage and calling names and all these types of things. Channel that emotion to demand more of yourself, to think bigger thoughts and ask better questions and engage in more difficult conversations and to demand a higher standard of yourself and what media you interact with and how you conduct yourself and all these types of things. Because there will always be a black and white, a racial piece. If their, if their demographics are showing that we click more and we tune in longer with that because yeah. the media is ultimately selling a movie ticket and that yeah. ticket is, uh, hey, racism is going to sell more tickets than neutrality. They're marketers. Yeah. They're, 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 they're marketers and they're, they're vying for our attention and, you know, it's all clickbait headlines and what is the story that sells what's the story that sells and it's and it's uh and, and you know and they all take sides it reminds me of like uh spider-man right and uh you know jameson uh i guess was a daily beagle or whatever he's always trying to paint spider-man as, yeah. as a villain you know what I mean? He, yeah. That's that's the story he wants to tell, and he can. Yeah. It, 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 anytime anybody on the paper wants to tell a different story, he's like, no, no. <laughs> you know, this is the story we tell, right? 
and and uh, and and, and I, it's not even I don't even think he, you know, Jonah Jameson, Jameson, whatever his name, I forget what his first name is. I don't even think he is like wanting to believe that you know, or really believe Spider Man is a menace. But I think he's convinced that that's the best story to tell to separate their paper from the other paper, right? Mm. And, yeah. Uh, and it's so, you know, you know, Peter Parker works for that, and then, uh, you know, Superman works for the for whatever the thing in Metropolis. But um, you see them use those, and I think they put those superheroes in those places because at that point the news was telling you what was wrong, right? So you could go figure it out. But then at the same time, it gave you this insight into. You know, even the news and reporting world back then, right? And if you watch movies, it's, it's stories that sell. And what people are buying right now is race-related stuff. That's what people are buying. And so you're absolutely right. Like, we have to, we have to stop buying that if we want to change the narrative, Right? If we wanted to say something different, and that's going to take work on both sides, right? Yeah. It's going to take it. It, it takes it uh, of the of the argument. You know, even the people that say race or you know that are really defending the actions of of, of police officers, and you know, and, and, and trying to say, you know, and trying to point out that most police officers are good, um, but then they have to. Those people have to have to say, okay, that police officer did a bad job there. Yeah, they have absolutely. To, and they have to be willing to say it in mass and and be okay, have that acceptable loss, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And be, and be okay because, you know, wrong is wrong, right? And, um, or, uh, or excessive force or whatever is, is, is real, right? And um, you can healthily debate it, or you can debate it from a place of that makes no sense. Um, and then people on the other end, you know, have to be willing to, you know, remove the race card, even if it is, even if it is. This is talk we're talking about moving forward, right, Jesse? Right. <laughs> so, so even if it is some underlying subconscious. Um, you know, stuff as long as it's not out in the front, you know, this cop was a racist and has fucking a, a swastika tattooed on his chest or fucking was at a Klan rally last week, right? Unless that's unless that's up and in up and in the front, then what you should be talking about is wrong, right versus wrong action. Period. Yeah. Right versus wrong action. And if we can get to that, you know, where we're where we're discussing that and that's that's when you're really, you know, that's when society can police the police, right? That's when we can talk about it and we can do it. And it doesn't even matter, you know, how the news reporters get our attention because you, truth be told, you can't change that. You can't, man. Like, they're fucking, they're a marketer. That's why I just, I, as you were talking, I realized, like, they're marketers. They're advertisers. They're, like, and, and, and I don't know if the news will ever go back. It was always had a portion of that. But I don't know if the news will ever go back to being, you know, so much more and so much deeper than that. If that makes any kind of sense. 
Because it still was more and deeper, right? People cared about getting the story right, right? And now I feel like people are like, and they have so much of a bigger reach. Let's just find what sells. Let's just find what sells, you know? And, and even you watch like those old school uh, cartoons or the old school comments, comic, comics, right? Even the big newspapers, they didn't, they didn't report on stuff that happened in, you know, podunk, blah, 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 blah. Does that make any kind of sense? They're, yep. you know, they, 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 you know, they tried to do heavy real stories, you know, it, if it, if it made national news, it impacted the nation. Does that make any kind of sense? <laughs> 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 and now, and now, you know, you pull, you know, Okay, well, what's the most, you know, shocking thing that's happened this week? I don't care where it is. Okay, it's in there, some backwoods county in fucking Virginia. Boom, that's what we're gonna fucking pull. We're gonna post that up, and and that's and that uh, not to say it's not a great thing. I say it can't be, you know, wonderful because there are no places where the lights not shine right today, right? The light lights on everybody, right? <laughs> but but uh, yeah, when you when you do that, you know, you're gonna find a lot of dirt, and uh, we have to we that 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 requires us to evolve as individuals, like you're saying, and be able to, you know, pull out as much of our emotional skin and assess it, and assess it, and treat it, and treat the issue in a way that. Solve something, fixes it. Does that make sense? I, yeah. I don't know if it does. No, I, um, I, I really, I resonate with a lot of what you said. I love you, Spider Man, as an example. I had forgotten all about that, and that is, it is, it's so true. Like he was so committed to making Spider Man seem like a menace. That was, that was the narrative he was going to run. And he, you know, what's, what's the goal of the newspapers? To sell newspapers. Right. And, and the truth is, the truth is, is that the truth is pretty boring for all of us. Right? We, we like some spice in our relationships. Most relationships are kind of in this space, right? When you fall into what's neutrality. So what do we do? We pick a little fight. We cause a little rift. We get upset. We express things. And then we, we go through, there's anger, which is intense emotion. And, and usually like our, most passionate and connected parts of our relationship are those moments after recoupling. And that's because most of us have not dealt with, as you were saying a couple episodes before the monster within us, you know, it's, it's the person we're going to spend the most time with is ourself. And most of us aren't a super big fan of the person we see in the mirror. We're terrified. Of being alone. We're terrified of having to spend more time with ourselves than five minutes we are the idea of going out to dinner by ourselves or going to a movie by ourselves is horrific because what are people going to think of us? How are they going to judge us? And so we we thrive on creating some drama and shaking things up, even though we might say, Oh, I don't like drama, this isn't TNT, I don't do that, whatever it is. But the truth is, is the truth is pretty darn boring for most of us. And again, I think we're so we're so incredibly blessed uh, where we live. 
to have survival needs met, that we are pursuant of other means to meet those needs and just emotion in. And easiest way to do it is other people in conflict when we're not having a wonderful time with self. I know part of, I think, what really was magnified during this last year with COVID is we're supposed to isolate and be alone. Well, most of us don't really like being by ourselves to begin with. Now you're going to force me away with myself. Most of us are in relationships that we're not really thrilled with. And now you're going to force me to be around that person even more. And, and it's a prime opportunity for peddlers of, of drama, like media, because they're going to hit us with the big stuff. We're at home. They have a target audience that is not distracted and prime for downloads of stuff. Let's just keep putting it up and ratchet up the emotion. And it's not to say that these things aren't really happening because obviously they are. It's to say that it doesn't necessarily always mean the emotional response, the visceral emotional response that we have. That may not tell the whole story. We have to remember our feelings aren't always facts. And when we're able to separate that, we're able to get down to, I think, a bigger truth of everything, in my opinion, everything that we see expressed on the news is, is it's not, it's a human, it's a human expression, right? Each of us are a byproduct of one another in some way, shape, or form. And if we want to see better outcomes on the news, we need to start creating better outcomes for ourselves and others and in our community. And we also have to remember that as we're actively working to create those better outcomes, to build those bridges, we're competing against the business model that is built on drama and high stakes emotion. And so not to allow that to hypnotize you into believing that what you're doing to build your bridge and the work you're doing is in vain. Because when you're working so hard to try to do stuff and you're putting your heart and soul into trying to make change, and then they're going to broadcast something that seems to completely delegitimize the work you're doing, it's imperative that you don't lose faith. Because that model is built on you losing faith. And I think that's a really important piece to remember because I find for myself sometimes when I do see that and I catch myself going into emotion, it's like, well, if this is still going on, what's the point? Well, the point is, is not what the news is broadcasting. The point is, is what you know in your heart to be true. Right. And that's, that's, the, that's the human component and separating ourselves from that. That, that is, that last part is, is super deep and true, right? And that's, and that's why when I first like got on here, I was like, like the first thing I really, I have this issue with when we come on here. Cause I'm like, I know, like, I know like we should be like pumped up and live and like, Oh, I want to be funny for everybody. But we, we talk, we discuss some heavy shit, man. We discuss some heavy shit and you know, and we and we trying to talk about it in a constructive way, so we pulling our emotional emotions down. But um, man, it is just what you said is just like when I, when we first got on here, and I said it makes me emotional, right? Yeah. It makes me emotional when I watch that. 
you know, I've literally again just like that that whole uh, you know what are you going to do when when like that we talked about last week you know when things get wrong and having that kind of default mechanism you know what I mean like so you know we're talking about poker like things are going bad what's your default mechanism that was what we were talking about like as opposed to getting overly emotional spewing out money making bad decisions right ask yourself course questions right. And so when I first saw that video with the with the lieutenant, I wish I really wish I knew his name. And he's getting pepper sprayed and everything else. I was like, okay, Jared. I was like, okay, this sucks. I was like, what's the last? What was your last interaction with a cop like? I was like, okay, positive. What was your last inter? What was the interaction before that like? I was like, okay, right. And I was like, okay, so this is an asshole, blah 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 blah. But I had to go through that process before I could assess that situation you know without expanding it to the whole universe does that make any kind of sense yeah or without saying god damn like the race problem in america is getting worse right and and (laughs) yep it's not guys i'm just gonna fucking say that right so is do we still have issues with racism? Obviously, yes. As long as we're human beings, we're going to have them, right? Do do we still have issues with race in America and and you know stereotypes and beliefs about other people that are negative, uh, for sure, on on all ends, right? Is it as bad as it was when you can enslave another person based on the color of their skin? Pretty bad. no. Right? Is it as bad as it was when, you know, uh, even though what's, people are talking about what's going on in Georgia right now, where people just weren't allowed to vote, or there were so many barriers to stop people from voting, you know, based on their race or their sex or the, whether or not they owned land, right? <laughs> All of these things, you know, we're past that, right? Those are realities. And the truth of the matter is, we're a young country, right? So, you're still going to have some some residuals, right? And we're human beings. And, you know, none of those things were in the first place. <laughs> right? Yeah. None of, none of those things came from nowhere in the first place. We talk about how, you know, we talk about Vikings and barbarians and, you know, uh, uh, headhunters and tribes and, 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 you know, people that, you know, would eat other people and all of these things, right? <laughs> as evolved as we are, those parts are still part of us, right? And 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 so you have to, you know, recognize that it's it's still there, and but recognize how far we've come as human beings, right? As human beings, I love the History Channel. So I was watching. Uh, something where they were talking about the Vikings the other day and and, and them, you know, uh, ransacking all of Europe, right, for, you know, a certain amount of years. And then I'll watch something where they were talking about a hundred years war and they were talking about so I, just Western civilizations like that. Anyway, and they're, you know, packing people up, cutting people, you know, and all of this kind of stuff. And, and we have come super far, you know. It, it used to be yeah, no, you know, you might not get shot if you stole something, but you're going to lose a hand, right? You know, they used to cut your hand off, 
for being a thief, right? And so we we don't do that anymore, right? <laughs> We've evolved beyond that. It was a real practice, though. And so um, it's we humanity has done better and better in states. And as more of our needs have been met, we've been able to be more civil with each right? We've been able to, 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 to have patience and all that kind of stuff, but we're just not fully there yet. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and we, you know, we'll never be perfect, but we always need to try to be better. But I think, you know, man, I want to get on here sometimes and just yell and scream and fucking. <laughs> yeah. You know, Jerry, there's, there's two things you said that I, dude, I am with you. Like there's sometimes I do too. And I think the thing with being emotional is emotion. Emotion is a beautiful thing. That's how we know we're alive is our capacity to feel. It's just what we choose to do with it. And it's, it's, it's this scenario, right? Our emotion is going to be a byproduct of our perception, right? What we're choosing to focus on the story we're telling ourselves in, in a split second. So the example that we can all relate to is, is we're driving on the road and somebody cuts us off. And we immediately think that fucking asshole, they almost killed me. I hate them. Look at them angry, angry. And then we go to work and you're upset and they say, what's wrong? He says, this jerk almost tried to kill me on the freeway. Your coworkers started validating that and say, oh, I can't believe that they did this to me once. And just, you know, the nerve of some people, people just don't pay attention when they drive. You know, teenagers are so distracted. And there's all these stories, right, that come in to justify that emotional experience you had. With it now, if we think about it rationally, right? What that story also implies is that this person was basically planning their day around timing everything so they could be right where you were at that time, so they could cut you off just to upset and ruin your day. The other part of it is, is we also could have an emotion based off of a perception of that person just cut me off. My God, I wonder if they just got a phone call that their their wife has cancer and is in the hospital. That person yeah. just cut me off. I wonder if they just got a phone call that their, their father died. Yeah. And then when we do that, that emotion, instead of getting funneled into anger, it goes into compassion. The story when we go to work becomes when we come in and we're a little bit more still and calm, people ask what's wrong. And we say, I just had this really crazy experience on the freeway where somebody cut me off. And I, I just feel like maybe they just got a phone call that their, their, their parent just died. And then the conversations become, oh, wow, you know, I, I went through that too. I know what that's like. Wow, that's awful. You know, it, it's again, it's our perception of things. And so when we have a source that's biasing that perception, we put in white, black versus human, human, we put in race versus whatnot. Uh, the other thing too, I think that's really important as you said is about, you know, racism always exists, bias will always exist as humanity does. As long as we're, we hold the power to judge ourselves as harshly as we do, judging of self, we will always hold that same power to judge others as harshly. And most of us know we are never as cruel to others as we are to self. And so I think, again, it comes to this piece of we have to be willing to nurture and, and, and really better self. Because the byproduct of that will be, we won't be needing to put others down to help to make ourselves feel a little better in the moment. It's, it's, okay. go for it. So, no, so you just, you just sparked in me something, right? So that, that means that, and I think this is true, and it, 
so many of us in today's world, right, we have not reconciled with, we haven't, black and white, we haven't reconciled with the history of America, black and white. So, like, I think a lot of books like White Fragility talk about it. Um, if you've ever heard of that, if you guys have ever heard of that book, or, um, you know, um, there are a couple other books that are kind of in the same vein as, as, as White Fragility. Um, and it's talking about, and those books talk about white people, right? Not having reconciled with the fact that if your ancestors were here over 100 years ago, you know, they were part of suppressing another race, right? And, and, and you know what I mean? You know, they were either active participants in it, right? <laughs> or they were, you know, uh, what's the word? Uh, when you're a bystander, but you're kind of like allowing something to happen. Um, not non compliant, but. Um, like complicit? Is, it, yes, is that it? Complicit, yes, complicit. Yeah. And so, and so there's a lot of books and things to talk about because people haven't reconciled, you know, that in terms of like, that's the whole, you can love your grandma conversation we had, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because when people haven't reconciled that, it makes you more defensive because you know that there was a wrong done in the past, which is not your fault, right? But you, but you still feel like you have some ownership of it. Does that make any kind of sense? And yep. and you to a certain extent you do, but in a way that you should feel guilty. That makes any kind of sense, right? In a way that maybe you should have some empathy, but not feel guilty, right? And that's hard to do, right? It's hard to have a little bit of empathy for somebody who you don't know, you don't spend time with, without feeling guilt about something that you didn't do. Control. Does that make any kind of sense? Because I think people have an issue with that. And then on the Black people side, we have reconciling that as well. And that's why there's it's such an emotional response when you see white cop pepper sprays, black army lieutenant, but, you know, black. <laughs> right. And you're like, wow, right? And it's, and it's, and it's like, it's still happening. And... Um, and, and we don't really have any direct ownership over what happened to our people, right? And I think as Black people, like, there is a level of... So, there's something, you know, and I think Germans could probably talk about this. I know, we are all over the place today. I'm so sorry, man. And then I gotta, I gotta, I gotta probably get off of here soon, but um, I know German people probably go through this, right? It there's a pride thing or a racial pride aspect of things, then there's a racial shame aspect of things. And both, I believe that both African Americans and white people have a sense of shame and pride around their race that we have hard issues reconciled. So black people haven't reconciled the fact that you know our people were our ancestors were slaves, right? And that, it, and, and the fact that we're still here and strong and, you know, still around, we can kind of take some sense of pride in that, 
but there's a lot of shame there too, right? And the mm-hmm. fact that your people were in the position to be dominated. Does that make any kind of sense? Yeah. That your ancestors were in that position. There's sh- there's there's some there's some shame there, and there's a a chip gets created that you have something, right? And and, and you know if you don't if you can't find some point of that's not my fault, that's not me, right? In both cases, whether you're white or black, right? <laughs> yeah. Then, then, then you, then you're gonna have some underlying fucking animosity. You're gonna have some underlying like thing um, that that can that can easily be poked and triggered, <laughs> and it's like, boom. Okay, now I'm on ten. You know, uh, as as a white person, like I'm not responsible for slavery. Right, I'm not responsible for this, and that was the that was the norm of the time. So you're not going to tell me that my great grandfather, my grand whatever, great great at this point, grandfather or you know, answers blah 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 blah. You're not going to fucking paint that picture, and I refuse to accept it. Right, even though they might have done some moral things and been bad people, and it might not have been because they were slave owners. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, and then. Um, on the on the black person side, right? It's like that need to prove, you know, we're people too. We're worthy, right? And and um, and yeah, your ancestor may have had, you know, one up on my ancestor, or blah 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 blah. But that wasn't because my ancestor was an idiot, a dunce, or incapable. And so I'm trying to prove that. Does that does that make any yeah, sense? Yeah, absolutely, man. That's a, I, I really hear you on that one. Yeah, and so and so because both sides have issues, kind of. It's like we're trying to escape the shadows that we feel are following us around. Yes, exactly, and both both right, and 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 then and then uh, the person on the other side points out the shadow, right? Yes. Motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> and so then we just point out each other's shadows back and forth. And, and, yeah. that's, and that's the and that's the fucking and that's the argument, right? That's the fucking and now and so and you're and you're and you're operating I sound, sound crazy. You're operating in a realm of shadows though, right? We're not even talking to you you're like a shade of what was real, of what's real, not even what's real, and now the whole conversation is emotional and irrational. <laughs> yeah, which you know, I know, I know, we're running close on time. Maybe just this one final point. So much of what we experience on reality is built on a lie, if you really think about it, right? Because there's ultimately these lies we tell ourselves to justify behaviors that take us to a place, and the real truth is, is that. Uh, we are not our shadows. We are not what happened to us as children. We are not the, the worst things we think about ourselves. We are not the, our, our handicaps or defaults or any of those types of things. What we really are is a human being, flesh and blood, capable of you know, so much. And our lives are limited when we 
limit them by lies. And ultimately what brings us to proverbial crossroads in the road, I would, I would argue that what turns most people to crime is there's a lie that this is the way, only way that makes sense for me, which I get it. It seems like truth in the moment for many people. And just the same as maybe what takes an officer to put themselves to extreme is there's a lie of, of whatever that is. But I think most of our realities are, are created on micro lies after micro lies after micro lies. And we may try to push back on it, but we, we do it. We, we create micro lies every day. Hey, Jared, I was, you know, I'm so sorry. I was five minutes late because of blah, blah, blah. No, I was really five minutes late because I didn't make being here five minutes early a priority. But I'll tell you the lies because I don't want you to think I'm a bad person. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so we, we just allow for that. And, and again, none of this is, is like it's, it's good, bad, right or wrong. It's just a space for us to acknowledge our own behaviors and to recognize that if we're doing these behaviors, if we're treating self this way, and we're in a group where we're focused on having these conversations, you can imagine where most people are if they don't have this kind of support, they don't have this kind of form, they don't have this kind of thoughtfulness and attentiveness and openness and dialogue. Instead, they just have what we see portrayed on the TV, which is finger pointing, fingers in face, name calling, labeling. I, I, I can understand. I don't have to agree with behaviors, but I can definitely understand. And if I find I hold a space for understanding, I feel like we're going to get much further in building bridges through understanding versus blaming. I think I think we're on the path. I just I I, I think like as a species, <laughs> we're, yeah. we're 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 on our we're on our way there. But we we got to check ourselves. So we got to fucking you know absolutely. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of steps in between, man. I'll, a lot of steps in between, and you and I do want to, and I know you do too. Want to yell? And scream, fucking, you know, get your fucking head out of your ass. Like, oh. <laughs> like, hey, like between you and I, I do too. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> scream. There's, there's, there's plenty of days where if you were to be a fly on the wall, you'd catch me pacing, and every other word is a swear word and <laughs> wild gesturing like this, and blah 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 blah. And and I and I give myself permission for that because it's it's a real expression in the moment. And I know that if I give myself that is a more conduct constructive way for me to express it and get it out, so I can come back to where I know I need to be to be able to do something about it, where I feel like I can do something about it. Versus if I get on here and I just yell and scream with you and you're yelling and screaming back at me. Well, yeah, it's a bunch of yelling and screaming, but what's really accomplished other than us validating our yelling and screaming? Yes, hundred percent. That's I was gonna say. Like that's healthy. That's all I was yeah. gonna say. As soon as yeah. you said, I walk around. I was like, you have to fucking do that sometimes. Yeah, that's why we that's yell true. and scream about poker. <laughs> <laughs> or 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 about Michael Jordan versus Larry Bird. You yeah, know, you know, but there's no yelling and screaming on my part because I'm good with that. I know where I stand. <laughs> I know my truth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We should probably wrap it there. Thanks everybody for watching, listening, and and we're we're excited to hear you all weigh in and and share your thoughts, your questions. We really value and appreciate your feedback, and and also too, I would encourage you all to if questions arise, you want to 
creative discussion, post it in the group and invite discussion too. And I, I promise I'll be better about putting some prompts in in the coming weeks as well. Uh, same, I'll promise. I'll, I'll try to do better about posting. And uh, yeah, that, that that whole Michael Jordan, Larry Bird thing, it reminds me of that. What did you say? Turn lies into truth, Jesse? What, what was that? <laughs> right. I think we're going to stop now before you go too much further with this one. 